Hey everyone, welcome back to the Tribe of Nerds. Um, back uh, for something that's been long awaited, doing our own Survivor season rankings. Uh, with me for this first one are Austin and Kevin, two other really big Survivor fans. Obviously, if you've listened to the podcast, Kevin did a deep dive for our Survivor org. Uh, so that's super fun to listen to, Austin. It's your first time, but we've talked about this for like a long time. <laughs> Like three years, maybe. We've literally been going back and forth. I'm actually, like, somewhat excited, actually. I'm like, dude, I'm actually on it now. Let's go. Let's give this a run. Yeah, it's super exciting. So, basically, how this is going to go is originally we were going to have people in us three and then people in the Vanquish group chat kind of vote for the seasons and then only a few other people voted. So, it's just going to be Austin, Kevin, and I. Our votes are going to be the three votes that count for all for all the first 11 seasons um and then i'm going to continue my rewatch cuz i've been rewatching all of survivor so then when we get to like the next part then we'll probably have a couple other people on as well to talk about later seasons but um but yeah we'll get so first 11 seasons is this first part so it's all old school i guess you could throw a couple later seasons in the near future that into old school as well at this point but um yeah i uh, i'm interested to hear so i ranked mine based on my memory of watching them live oh wow um i have not rewatched them so i'm interested to see the differences between like like what seemed really good then but has not aged well and what didn't seem very good then, but actually, it years later is really good. Yeah, because well, like I've seen these one time, honestly, like all these seasons that I've seen one time. This is strictly based off memory for me, so I'm very interested to see like how this averaged out. Yeah. yeah, well, and and for Austin and I, I think like we obviously we didn't watch these live. We watched these through YouTube or like online or <laughs> DVD. So it's like. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. Slightly calling me old. No problem, dude. Oh. <laughs> sly, sly comments. Oops. Um, all right. Well, let's get into it. So uh, we'll go from the worst down to the best or up to the best, however you want to go. And so, like, if I guess higher average or whatever it is is going to be the worst season and whatever is, like one or whatever get or like one for the average is the number one season so here we go so number 11 collectively all of us ranked this as the worst of the first 11 seasons so with uh yeah 11 average score of 11 it is survivor thailand so <laughs> i mean is anyone shocked no <laughs> I figured this would be the last one, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's it's not a good season. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like... It's a season where sexual assault gets swept under the rug. Um, that, that was one thing that when everything happened with season... What was it? 39? Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. You know, thinking back to season five, we treated this much... And All-Stars. Yeah. And China. Like, this has been a really big problem, but, like, the first one that came to mind was, like, oh, yeah, like, they kind of made Gandia seem crazy. Yeah, they did. Um, but she wasn't. <laughs> no. She called out Ted for doing something really bad. <laughs> yeah! 
I was just shocked that nobody was like really doing much about it. I was like, bro, this chick is not. She can't be this crazy. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, rem- I remember thinking like, like as I was watching it live, I remember thinking like, wow, that like that lady is acting crazy. And then thinking back on it later, like, of course, like they're editing it to make to only show the parts where she looks crazy instead of the things that made her act that way. You know, like, right. Right. So uh, a bit problematic. Plus, like Rob choking, choking Clay. <laughs> like, there's a lot of. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like vividly remembering it all now. Yeah. He's strangling out someone who's like a whole foot shorter than him. And yeah. Like crazy Jan, crazy Jan, who like, just, what was she doing? She was, I think she was drunk the entire time or like half yeah. the time. I think she just like was not mentally equipped to be without food and sleep for 39 days. Like, <laughs> she didn't know what she was doing out there. No, she was having funerals for bats. Like, it was. Oh my god. And then we have our winner, Brian Heideck, who is a total sleazebag and uh, shot a puppy with a bow and arrow in real life. And like, I remember the whole time just being like, I mean, this guy's gonna win, but like, he's sleazy. Yeah. Like, he was playing a great game. Like, I'm not gonna hate him for it. Yeah, but, like, right. Yeah. Not, in a, not in a good way. <laughs> It's like from an entertainment standpoint for me though, I just was not like involved in it like at all. I watched the first four seasons. I'm like, okay, it's, I like this. I just watched like uh, the Sepia win, and I'm just like, okay, that was a pretty cool season. I like it. All right, and then season five hit on for me, and I'm like watching the first three. I'm like, I don't even really care right now. I might fast forward. I'm so out of it. Just wasn't like that energetic of a Survivor game for me. Yeah. Clay and Jan were in the final three. Yeah. <laughs> and Clay almost won. Clay almost won. Think I don't even know what I would have done if he won. <laughs> like, honestly, like to get to the final four and to be rooting for Helen, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not a good season. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, this is there's a reason also, like, Shian is the only one to get brought back from this season. Like, Jeff Probst even hates this season. With good reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. It would have been fun to bring Brian back for Winners at War just to watch them all, like, immediately vote him out and not like him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have happened. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I would have been interested to see, like, Boston Rob, like, and Brian, like, have a fight over who can, like, assert their dominance. Dominance war. <laughs> oh, my God. And meanwhile, Jeremy and Tony would just sit back. Yeah. Where's <laughs> <laughs> my tequila sunrise? <laughs> yeah, I'm not shocked that this was last place, so I'm happy that we can agree on that. Um, Fantastic. Anything else to say on Survivor Thailand? Just really taking it Yeah. <laughs> Tanny Vance did play Vanquish in the Fans vs. Favorites mini, so... Yeah, yeah. But she was second boot here, so... Oh. <laughs> I've never heard of reality twice, just as for Tanny Vance. Yeah. She seems like a sweet person. I mean, she, it's just unfortunate that the sweetest person on the show didn't do well. <laughs> she was with Clay and Brian. Like, yeah. And she got and sick. Yeah. Yeah, well... 
All right. Uh, so then number 10 on the list, we have uh, one of the earlier seasons than Survivor Thailand. It has a very well-liked winner who is an amazing person, so the complete opposite of Brian. Um, we have Survivor Africa, uh, won by Ethan Zahn. Um, so Africa, uh, I had it at number 8, Austin, you had it at number 9, and Kevin, you had it at number 10. So... Yes. <laughs> I, I like Africa, but, like, also... It is another one of those situations where, like, some of the season is pretty predictable and the castaways are very lethargic, so it's like... Yeah. Yeah. I think the most exciting memory I have from that season is uh, Clarence when he was getting chased by the elephant when he went to go poop. Like, that's the most exciting thing that I remember. (laughs) So good. (laughs) I just remember rooting for him so much because he's from Michigan, like he's from <laughs> my area. So I'm like, well, it was like the first or second episode. He almost went home. I'm like, bro, Clarence, figure it out. Let's go. Let's get it running. Yeah. So pissed that he went for jury. I'm like, God dang it. But he was a clown, man. I He was cracking me up. Yeah. Yeah. Clarence was fun. I mean, that, that bean situation just put him on the outs immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like, Weird way, like- but. Because who what, what it was Brandon who because like, Kelly flipped, but then Brandon also flipped. At yeah, nine. Kelly flipped and Brandon flipped to vote out Kelly. Right. With, so like, yeah. and like if Brandon stays with that group, then like the more fun group controls the game. Yeah. Uh, but instead, the more boring group controlled the game. <laughs> like we would have gotten we would have gotten cool. T Bird winning the season. <laughs> So, and I think that would have been perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know. Like, I like Lex. I, I love Ethan. Um, Big Tom yeah. has some good moments, but, like, yeah. I feel, I liked Tom at the time. I feel like if I rewatched it, I might not like Tom, Tom anymore. Like, he might, he might be a character that doesn't age well. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, after rewatching it. What was that, Austin? I think I agree with that because I just was my, my dad's actually rewatching some of these. I was watching him on All Stars and I'm like, this dude's not funny. He's just like an old country dude yeah. who just thinks he's funny. I right. literally cringe half the time I watch him now, but I remembered liking him a lot. I can see that. Yeah. Well, Big Tom's strategy both times was literally like tell people to vote out like Lex or Boston Rob and then not actually do anything. <laughs> so it was like. <laughs> and then he's like mad when he gets voted out and all stars it's like tom you literally did it to yourself <laughs> but also like what like tom unless you were gonna side with uh rupert and jenna right and take out like unless that was your plan you weren't going to the end anyway right. so like who cares if it's third or fifth yep I don't know. We'll have more to say on that with All-Stars, but, I mean, anything else to say with Africa? Um, I think Richard Hatch described it as a very dry season and a dry cast, and I remember (laughs) being like, fair. Yeah. Well, I will also say, I mean, with this being the season where they first swapped tribes, I mean, people saying that Silas got swap screwed, I disagree, because I think Silas was in a position. Silas screwed himself. Yeah, he screwed himself. He was setting himself up in a position to literally be the merge boot either way. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he was literally like that guy who thought he was the cool guy, but mm-hmm. everyone secretly just didn't like him. 
and they just didn't want to tell him. And then they got to tell him because they kicked his ass out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, yep, Africa goes down at number 10. All right, number nine. Well, we just kind of touched on it already. All-Stars is number nine. So uh, Austin and I ranked it number 10. Kevin, you ranked it number six. So you ranked it a little bit higher than we did. I ranked it a little bit higher. Um, so the way that I ranked them was I just went to see, like I started with one and I was like, okay, season one in first position. Like season two, do I like it more or less? And I like filled <laughs> the, the list in that way. Um, and like, as I thought back on All-Stars, I just remember like loving the idea of All-Stars. And even though it got messy and even though it was like, it ended up not being the best, like I was even like, they're bringing back some of my favorite people. Like, loved it. So that might be a bit of a, like, rose-colored glasses memory vote. But I don't know. I don't think it's bad. Did you watch it when it was, like, live I watched it live. Like, oh, wow. I was, like, I was, like, reading, like, the, like, potential cast lists. Like, Ooh, as, it, like as it was being filmed when, like, there weren't good spoilers either. So, like... It wasn't like a full, it wasn't like today where like, they'll just tell, like, you just know, yeah. like, if you read the spoilers, it was like, these could be the people like we've been watching and like, we haven't seen this person. It seems like this person isn't going to work. And like, <gasps> are they there? Like, I don't know. It was a whole, it was a moment in, in like survivor pop culture time. That just, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting to think about like who was even in contention. And I mean, you can talk about like people, I'm sure we'll touch on like Sean Rector later who should have been on all stars or a uh, couple other people, but it's like, I don't know. I, I liked a lot of the cast and then just like a lot of the people that I was excited to see the Rob Sesterninos, the, the Ethan's, the Colby's at the time, um, like Tina, like all of them got voted out pre-merge and it's like, I have to, you know, you're basically forced to root for Boston Rob and Amber at that point. Because, <laughs> like... I I mean, I was still on board. Like, if you were watching, like, Rupert was, like, yeah. a celebrity. So, like, loved Dude, Rupert. Wow. And it was kind of, like, in general, like, reality TV at the time was, like, trying to be good guys still. And so, like, mm-hmm. Jenna was not, like, some people hated Jenna, but Jenna wasn't, Jenna Lewis wasn't, mm-hmm. like she wasn't super strategic and therefore she wasn't like an evil villain. Like she wasn't the most popular. So it was like, like, okay, so she's not terrible and we love Rupert. So like, we also like, I don't know. I also was like, Ooh, maybe like, maybe they have a chance, maybe. But then, <laughs> I mean, who, no one was, no, everyone thought that they were going to go to final three with Robin Amber. But yep. then they were somehow going to sit at the end with Amber. Like, how, how did you all think that? <laughs> well, then they're all just, like, mostly pissed at Boston Rob for, like, cutting them. And it's, like, I get that there's real friendships in play here, but also, like, I, I feel like Boston Rob was doing what was best for his game. He just didn't right. handle it well. Right. The fact that he convinced Lex and Kathy to vote out Jerry yeah. and keep Amber. Yep. Like props to you and like all these people who are upset about it and crying about it like i mean at the time it was very like oh my god i can't believe it but like and looking back at it like now like he was he was right you guys were dumb to do that i don't know what to tell you yeah literally said like 10 words to the dude 
make sh- like take care of her i'll take care of you and like, right. it literally happened like how does those 10 words just flip your whole strategy i friendship I so apparently flabbergasted. i was like wow and that like that's happen. i didn't i didn't dislike amber so it wasn't like i wanted amber to get voted out i was yeah, just yeah. like it was also like at a time of like i don't know for me i wasn't like watching the edits so it was like everything was a surprise as the episode went on and so it was like he's reading the votes i'm like oh my god (laughs) why would they go out jerry what (laughs) (laughs) well and the other thing another reason it's so low uh you know, besides, like, the boot order of a lot of my favorites was, of course, the darkness of, like, the Sue and Richard Hatch situation, which is just, was very poorly handled, and I guess I'm shocked that, you know, nothing changed between then and 39, like, just, right. I, I don't know. too comfortable, man. That, that was so interesting. I don't know how I would have felt, like, the whole time, like, <laughs> and you're touching them in challenges naked, I'm just like, right. think about it, man, like, don't you... Like, consider this could be weird for some people. Yeah. Like, and that, like, at the time, I remember, I because I used to watch with my friend, like, I went into my friend's house, and I watched with her and her family, and we were all like, like, Sue, like, calm down. Like, like that was our reaction watching it, because that was how it was presented to us. Right. She, like, overreacted. Yeah. And, like, looking, even just looking back on the memory now, like, without even watching the episode, is like... Why did they make Sue seem like the crazy one? Like, Richard Hatch is doing challenges naked and, like, assaulting people. Like, why is he not the one <laughs> yeah. to look crazy? That's the that's the crazy thing to do. Like, Sue is right to be like, you humiliated me on national right. TV. Right. You humiliated me in front of my husband. Like, she was right. Why did they make her look crazy? So yeah, And then she left because she didn't feel like she was respected right. from it. Like, didn't get help. Like, I was like, holy crap. Well, and she, she wasn't because her tribe made, most of her tribe made fun of her aside from, like, Alicia and Amber, maybe, were, like, the only two that really actually gave a crap about Sue. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, like, again, like, from an editing point of view, you could have edited just the more sympathetic viewpoints yeah. to make the audience more sympathetic, but they edited the, like, making fun of her viewpoints yes. to make her seem more crazy. So, like, it, it's just, that is a weird thing to look back on. Um, but, I don't, like, I don't, like I said, it would, in in that moment of, like, they're finally doing it, it was so exciting. Yeah. Oh, I definitely get that. And, like, I, you know, I, I feel like most of that cast I wouldn't, change honestly aside from like maybe a couple and maybe trying to squeeze in a couple extra people but yeah i would like i liked it mm-hmm. yeah i would maybe try to have had more winners because the winners were such obvious initial targets that yeah. like only having a couple like one per tribe made it very easy to be like yeah they already won bye yeah yeah right well and i think sester nino was the only like the farthest making placing non-winner on Shapira and like there were no winners on that tribe. So he was an easy get out. So, all right. Um, anything else on all stars? All right. All right. Number eight, we're going all the way back to survivor. Borneo is at number eight. Uh, Austin and I put this at number six, Kevin, you put it at number nine. So you put it a little bit lower than we did. (laughs) 
It's one of the only ones that I've, and I haven't watched the whole thing that I've gone back and rewatched the whole thing. Like I listen, I did not see the first episode. The first episode I saw was episode four when Ramona got voted out. And then my house was an ABC house. We didn't watch CBS. So then I didn't see another one until, um, Colleen and Jervis calling themselves sitting ducks. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing the previously on that Jenna got voted. And I was like, Jenna, I thought people liked her. Like, (laughs) and so I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I have to see how this went down. So then I had to, I would have to go to like my local newspaper, look up the TV guide, find out when it was playing on like some random syndicated channel. So I've rewatched random episodes since then that like I missed along the way. And it's really strange to watch Jeff then versus Jeff now. That's the biggest thing that I'm like, this is not even the same show. And like, I don't know, they they thought they had like a, like surviving the wilderness show. And like Richard Hatch was the only one like playing a social game. Everybody else was like, I'm gonna go start a fire. And that's why I'm the best. And that's why you should pick me. And he's like, yeah, I don't really care. Somebody else is gonna start a fire for me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I want a million dollars. Like, right. I mean, he's literally sat on a tree stump and Sue had to be like, get off your butt and start helping. And he's just like, no, I'm, you know, talk versus action or whatever it was. Yeah. So like, so. in my memory, like Jeff not really knowing what's going on, production not really knowing what's going on, lack of gameplay, like even though it's the first one and even though I don't hate it, like it's just, it's not as good. Yeah. I mean, that's so fair. I think why I had it a little higher up than two others that I probably, I would probably say they're all in like almost the same tier for me. But for this one specifically, I liked the cast way more. I just liked, like, especially like that final five, like for some reason, I, I just remember them. I've always was rooting for them the whole season. The final four specifically was just so funny to me. Like these people literally can't handle Kelly. They can't handle Sue anymore. Like Rudy and Richard, like come on now, like who the such hell a... thought those two would have bonded? Like yeah, Rick, Rick right. Rudy was like right. not even trying to talk to him at the beginning. Right. Yep. Yeah, and Rudy's um interesting views that that yeah. would not fly now, but <laughs> but like I remember loving him. Like yeah. Well, everybody loved Rudy is the thing. Like, everybody's just like, you know, Rudy has these views, but we love him anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do remember really liking... I remember really liking Pagong. Um, okay. Jenna, Jervis, Greg, Gretchen, Colleen. Like... Colleen, oh yeah. Like, they were cool. They were, like... If I was going to be stranded on an island, I would want to be stranded with those people. Yeah. But, like, they also were just like, hmm... I don't know, guys. I'm getting kind of wet when it rains. What should we do about this? And Richard's like, oh, so we already know who Sean's voting for. So if we all line our votes up with him, then we automatically right. have a majority. And they're just like, mm-hmm. Sean's voting along the alphabet. <laughs> Which is, I mean, it was, there was a little bit of strategy to it in so much as he then got to vote for all the Hogong people before right. Right. his people. But like, is not a strategy <laughs> it's not <laughs> i don't know it's crazy and then i, I do love greg Bewis. i mean coconut earphone and looking at yes, flying fish coconut phone. <laughs> just a, the, literally the class clown i literally yeah. laughed every episode of this guy yes and then him fake crying at tribal council when he was voted out <laughs> you didn't even care he was done 
<laughs> remember, remember that merged tribal council when Gretchen, Gretchen goes. gets four votes. Yeah, and it's like that's the other six people all voted for six other people. Like, Random. It was like, and she's just sitting there watching. She's like, "Wow, it's gonna be me," and it's like, "Yeah." <laughs> Because none of you had a plan. Like, what? Wow, you guys grouped your votes together? Never thought of that. Right. Crazy. It's it's insane how none of them just thought that other people would say, hey, let's t- take all four of our votes and plop them on Gretchen. Like, nobody thought that that was a thing, <laughs> somehow. Yeah. It's, it's So, like, I also went back and rewatched a season of The Challenge, and it's really funny to see, because it's, like, another, like, similar era sort of reality show. And, like, one of the big fights was accusing people of being in an alliance. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I would never do that. That's disgusting. And it's so funny to think, like, you know, when this first started, like, the idea of being in an alliance was bad. Like, yeah. so funny. I also find it funny that we got the reunion shows with Bryant Gumble, and we'll get to the Marquesas one with Rosie O'Donnell, but, like... That's they're all sitting on a stage, head. like, on couches. <laughs> it's so weird, and Bryant Gumble, like, I'm pretty sure by the end of, like, Africa's reunion show, he just did not give a shit about the show. Well, like, they really had no idea what they had, and it just turned into, yeah. like, this jugger. So, like... He was probably like, yeah, sure, like, I'll do this show. Whatever. Like, didn't think anything of it, and probably had a contract for a couple seasons and was like, I gotta do this again? Like, <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't, I'm not trying to be on primetime TV in front of 30 million people. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Sonia Christopher being the first one ever voted out, I mean, fantastic uh, first boot. Although, like, I mean she was the old person so that's why she right. went home but yeah sonia and bb like got voted out so that rudy could go to the end <laughs> right well i mean then we, we had the stacy stillman lawsuit right stacy still says to this day that she that it was rigged and she was you know right and i'm like all right sure did they ever do anything with that i actually read about that not too long ago like she was trying to, like, sue or something, was she not? Yeah, she claimed that um, that the producers told Sean and Dirk to vote her out instead of Rudy. Um, <laughs> because everyone liked her, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I feel like that's also the sort of thing where, like, maybe the producers didn't tell them. Maybe the producers just asked questions in a certain way that right. made them, like, because there's a, every reality show has that sort of manipulation, like, Big Brother has that. Like, they all have that. So, like, maybe they didn't tell Sean and Dirk to vote her out. Maybe they just asked some questions in a way that made them think that it was a better idea to vote her out than to vote out for me. Right. That's very fair. Yeah. True. All right. Uh, so that is the first season off the board. Um, moving on right to the next season. Number seven is the Australian Outback. Um, so... Uh, I put it at number nine. That's my, like, hot take, um, and I can oh. explain that. Uh, Austin has it number seven, so right where it ends up ranking. And Kevin, you put it at number four, so... <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, going with, like I said, like, just kind of slotting that in, like, okay, next season, where would I put that? Mm-hmm. Like, it stayed at four. Like, looking at my list, it, like, it's kind of interchangeable with a couple that are near it, so, like, it could have been down to, like, like six without like yeah um 
but again, just like in the moment, like that was the first season that I watched the whole season live. Mm -hmm. And like, like the, like the spectacle of it was such a big deal. You know, like what's going to happen? Like who's going to be the last, like, all of the cast was on Letterman. Like, it was such a huge deal. Like, they were doing the top ten list on Letterman. Like, there he had, because he pre-recorded the shows, mm-hmm. right? Like, because it wasn't live. Um, he had, like, a winner announcement for all three winners. Like, what late night show has a winner announcement for any Survivor winner? Like, right. at this, like, it was such a big deal. So, and, like, I don't know. I love Tino. And I... I really liked Colby at the time. I have found yeah. him to be kind of boring since, but I really liked it. Like I, right. Elizabeth has been very problematic since the season, but like loved her, <laughs> loved Roger, like loved Alicia. Alicia was so sassy. Like it was like, like so much fun to watch it. I don't know. Watching it back now might be a different experience, but like at the time was like, like which one, what's the, the Mitchell vote? The Mitchell vote is the like, jaw on the floor yeah what yeah because tina gets colby to flip yeah Yeah. like so like the memory of that like fun experience like probably is what kept some of the other seasons from like yeah being above it when like they could be above it right right um austin what uh you put the you put australia right in this spot so um what are your thoughts on australia you know for me honestly it's it's I'm so indifferent on it because there was a few key people that I really liked and I'm like very biased on it because like again Keith's from Michigan mm-hmm. so I was like so hyped about him but he was just so boring and bad that like <laughs> you just seen him keep going on and then I started liking other people like Jerry I'm like hey Jerry this is so funny Colby I love this Colby guy and then I think some parts of the the season for me if I remember correctly I was just so bitter about like the whole merge like. Jeff jumps off for peanut butter and he then he gets voted out. I'm like, what an idiot move. Like you literally could have just stayed on there. Maybe like, maybe you guys would have kept going longer. Who knows? But at the end of the day, they were trying to get you out. They got you out. I was just really bitter about that. I'm like, well, those guys are all done next. And then like Colby's pick at the final, I was like, I, was, I, I still to this day try to figure out what he was like trying to see from that perspective. Like, I was always like, like bro. <laughs> literally take Keith and you win this game and he didn't and I was just I was like so flabbergasted I'm like okay yeah okay so for me the whole like there's so much that I didn't like about it that it just kind of kept falling down for me but I also I also really liked the season like it was so funny like the beginning with the scandal like what the hell did the one dude like smuggle in or beef something? jerky <laughs> like I, I was cracking up I'm like dude this dude is hated right now <laughs> He got like a a like deal to promote beef jerky after that. Like that's how big Survivor was. That's like, insane. <laughs> that's wild. And as Mad Dog calls him Cal, even though his name is Cal. <laughs> I even liked Deb, but she was so awkward that no one liked her. I was like, dude, everyone I like sucks. Yeah, poor Deb. <laughs> We were just talking about that in our Vanquish group chat of, like, what happened to poor Deb. And, and you also had Jerry, who, like, America just hated because she spoke her mind, so. And, like, I, it's so weird now because I feel like if somebody played a similar role to Jerry on a reality show now, like, people wouldn't love her, but they would love to hate her. Whereas, like, yep. they just hated her then. Yep. 
Yeah, I mean, there. she's talked about how, like, people would literally, like, drive up with their cars and just, like, throw stuff at her. And... Yeah. Right, like, I feel like today people would, like, a Jerry on reality TV, people would be like, they would root for her, but then also, like, be happy when they finally get voted out. You know, like, yeah. whereas then they just hated her, which, but is also, like, like I said, indicative of, like, how much reality TV has changed. Like, because being in Alliance was icky, but, like, being the villain was bad, but now it's like, no, you need a good villain. Right. Well, that's something we can definitely talk about whenever we get to the new era, because... <laughs> I literally love villains, and that's why I love Jerry. I actually loved her even more in, uh, what was it, Heroes vs. Villains? Yeah. Like that, Heroes, that was listen, my Heroes vs. Villains. Heroes vs. Villains, if Russell, just if Russell doesn't win that immunity, if anyone else wins that immunity, he gets voted out, Jerry wins. Yeah. You know, that's... That's my my that's opinion. I was but like, that's for another podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and and I guess the reason why it's so low is like it does get predictable after that Jeff Varner boot of like Ogacor is gonna win this. Like it, it's gonna be Colby or Tina basically is like how this is gonna go. And also, it's hard to go back and watch like Scoopin falling in the fire. Now you kind of laugh at it because he's kind of a he's a really bad person. He's a really bad person. <laughs> And uh, Jeff Varner makes some questionable decisions <laughs> as well. So I will I will not die in the hill, but I will say I I can understand him being isolated in Game Changers and like not saying his idea out loud. Yes. So like realize how bad it was. Like thinking in his head, like this is gonna be good, and then like oh wait, uh that I don't I there was no way to say that the right way. Oh no, this is blowing up in my face. You know like yeah. He didn't have anyone. So, like, I can at least, like, because he wasn't, what he was accused of saying wasn't exactly what he was, it was a little bit different. But he did, like I said, he didn't have anyone to talk to. So, I don't know. He's somebody who I thought in watching Australia was, like, the potential to be really good. And then, like, he came back twice and was gone. Yeah, he flopped. <laughs> yeah. What's funny is, uh, Jake knows, I'm watch I'm literally watching my first time in Game Changers right now. And I've been telling Jake, I'm like, dude, Jeff's actually like doing better than he's ever done right now. And Jake's like, uh, you probably aren't at the point yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, I think he just, you just got to the episode where uh, Jeff's gonna say something. <laughs> so. Right. Jeff, I remember Jeff was doing okay that season, and then like, didn't he get swapped into minority with He got Sandra? swapped with Sandra, yeah. and Sandra got voted yeah. out. I'm just, like, yeah. now he's kind of screwed, but he's trying to talk with Zeke. Like, I'm like, okay, maybe he can do something. Keep watching. Yeah, just keep watching. Because <laughs> he does try to do something, and it doesn't oh, quite work. Nope. <laughs> From, like, a Can strategic or, like, anything perspective. Yeah. <laughs> Public opinion perspective, anything. <laughs> I mean, it was interesting... Know. Yeah, I, I was going to say, it is interesting also in Vanquish Second Chance that uh, Kristen got Kimmy to come on. Um, so that um, that was interesting to, uh, and then Kimmy said something just wild. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. It's Kimmy. <laughs> I remember at the time, too, watching that and like liking Kimmy, but knowing as soon as that tribe went back to Tribal Council, they were voting Kimmy out. Oh, like, okay. I, even though I liked her, like, I know you're going to go. Yeah. Yeah, well, and I'm not shocked she made it on second chances, but yeah. 
Um, all right. Well, uh, let's keep moving. I guess now we're on like the very middle, middle of the road season of the first 11 because this is the exact middle spot. Uh, number six uh, is Survivor Vanuatu. Um, (laughs) so Kevin and I actually, uh, agreed on this one. We both had Vanuatu at seven. Austin, you had it number two. So. (laughs) All right. This is my take. All right, boys. I'm a big fan of Chris. I loved watching Chris flop right at the beginning. And I literally was like, he's going home. This is my first time telling you. So. Yeah. Like, he, he's just screwing up the whole first challenge. I'm like, this dude is so going home. And then when these fat, older dudes get together, create themselves their little lions, I don't know what it was about this season for me, but I was so drawn into him. What was it? Sarge was the other dude. Yeah, Sarge. Yeah. And then Twyla, she starts with an E. What's her name? Eliza. Eliza. Eliza, yep. I just was so into these characters, and then when Merge hit, and the dudes were just getting off one by one, I'm like, dude, they're all done. Like, Amy's winning this game. It's going crazy. Just, my pers- my perspective always kept flipping every damn, like, few episodes, and when Chris just started playing it and flipped everything, that, to me, I was just so into it. <laughs> Kevin has a lot to say on this. <laughs> <laughs> I've, already, I've already said some of these ideas to Jake. Yep. I... I my uh, one of my like top three least favorite winners of all times is Chris. Oh wow! I do not because because here's the thing, and correct me if I'm wrong. Final eight immunity challenge is an endurance challenge, mm-hmm. and it came down to Twyla and Chad. Yes, it did. Yep. If Chad wins that challenge, and he because they were hanging on the pole, right? Yep. Yep. So he hangs on the pole longer, which he's also at a disadvantage because he had a prosthetic leg. Well, he hangs on that pole longer. And he wins immunity. Chris goes then. Yeah. And at seven, the women still break down. The women still split. Twyla still gets the guy who's left, Scout, and picks up Eliza because she's at the bottom. And that four take over. So, like, Chris was just lucky. Like, he didn't actually do the flipping. Like, Twyla did the work. And then Twyla's sitting at the end. And because they just didn't like her, she lost. Like, I will. That is a hill I will die on. Twilight should have won that season, and Chris is completely overrated. He is on my on my personal very funny <laughs> slideshow. He is last place. <laughs> I loved Twyla and I loved Chris. I was so happy with the ending for me. I was like, dude, both my favorites of the season are here. No, and like I remember him like teasing that he was gonna flip back and keep Julian like stick with Julian Eliza at the final five, and I was like, but you're not like. Even I, like, watching it at the time, I was like, you're not going to do that. You're you're going to vote out Julie. Like, why are you even... Yeah. Like, this isn't playing a game. Like, you're just, like, badly lying. So, I don't like Chris. <laughs> I don't think Jeff Probst like, likes Chris either, because Chris screwed, screwed over Julie Berry. <laughs> right? And, well, and, like, I mean, of course he did, because he was going to go to the end with Scout and Twyla because he knew that they weren't as well liked by the jury. Like, yeah. Like, you were going to go to the end with Julie was clearly the most well-liked person right. of those four women. Right. Of course you're going to vote out Julie. Duh. And then, like, you've got Eliza, who is now a, you know, New York City district attorney. Like, yeah. So she's good with words. Oh, yeah. Scout and Twyla, like, who are you taking out of the three of them? Eliza, like, yeah, yeah, 
this isn't brilliant gameplay. You're not like doing. You're not like breaking any molds, bro. You're just making the obvious move to like stay in the majority and stick around. That Chad also would have done if Chad and no one would say Chad was a mastermind who deserved to win the game. Like I don't understand why Chris gets all this credit. I don't get it. I don't think it's like me thinking he's like the best strategist in the world. I think I just liked him. I just liked his dumb personality. I liked his like. He just would say what he wants. I, I kind of lean towards the villainous type characters usually, and he just rubbed me off with Twyla as, like, the bad boy, bad girl of, like, their groups. And I just liked it. He, like, even with him, with Eliza, like, they had this little whatever going on. Like, what what, what did they keep saying to each other? Like, he was, like, the dad or some weird shit. Yeah. Like, they literally were... And then when he just flipped on her, she was, like, giving her them, like eyes like wow he just did that to me like <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Just, didn't she didn't she have crazy eyes like, yeah eliza had the best like jury reactions <laughs> or like reactions so in general mad. i felt for her though she's like so mad yeah like, felt betrayed like i killed almost i'm like damn i also loved amy like from yeah. moment one yeah. like profile picture on the website when the cast premiered i loved amy so like the fact that Amy also, like, I mean, of course that's what happened, but, like, the fact that Amy went from, like, obviously winning yeah. to, like, fighting for her life and failing miserably was, like, how dare you? So <laughs> wild, too, because, like, she... How dare you do this to my favorite? <laughs> she Sorry, had that game. Saying, you're like, no! <laughs> <laughs> she had it so, like, her and Leanne just had to not, like, they threw out Eliza's name too early. Like, they should have just... too cocky, because even at that tribal council, Leanne was just like, oh, whatever, I didn't even need immunity anyway. It's no big deal. <laughs> like, just got way too cocky. Yeah, agreed. I will also say, like, I mean, the reason why I put it a little lower is because, like, I mean, some of that pre-merge... I would say, like, the Dolly vote was awesome at, on the Women's Tribe. Like, the Women's Tribe is interesting, but then, like, after that first, like vote off of Brooke on the men's tribe, but they're just picking off the younger guys. It's not as exciting. Um, but then, like, post-merge obviously gets a little bit better when it's, you know, Chris somehow bumbling his way through. Um, and I do love Rory Freeman. Rory is an amazing character that has been uh, forgotten. Fun story about Vanuatu, by the way. I was in college when Vanuatu was on, and so I didn't have class on Friday, and so... The episode is aired on Thursdays. Friday, they had an after show hosted by Richard Hatch and Dalton Ross. And I called into that show a couple times and I got to talk to them and like ask them my questions and give my observations. And one time Richard Hatch said that I had a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know they did that. That's kind of cool. That is amazing. Yeah, it, it was like an internet show. Like, yeah. I What was the... It was something about people being like playing the middle versus being wishy-washy. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, Richard, I... Richard Hatch liked what I said. <laughs> That's actually kind of sick. That's amazing. I wish they still did those, because, like, Dalton Ross, didn't he, like, try to revive his old stuff at some point, and then it just died down Probably. again? He was not as nice to me. He thought that I had a bad take, and so I didn't Oops. like him, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't care anyway. <laughs> And I hope your little show does fail, Dalton. <laughs> I love reading his recaps, though. <laughs> All right. 
right. Well, uh, so that is number six. Uh, number five. We're now in the top five, baby, of the old school. Number five is Survivor Palau. Um, so I have this at number three. Uh, Austin, you have it at number eight. So you're the lowest, and Kevin has it at number five. So um, I I just really liked Palau, even on this rewatch. Tom Westman has always been one of my favorite winners. I think partially kind of reminds me of my dad. And, um, I don't know, my dad also, like, when I watched it with him a while back, he really connected to Tom and really loved the season and, like, the story with Stephanie as well. Like, it just, it's, it's a, it's an interesting season, something that we don't see, haven't really ever seen again. Um, and so, I don't know, it's, it's hard to replicate a season the way the season went. So. I mean, I will give you that, like. It, it is probably the type of season that you won't see probably ever happen again. I, I don't even want to say ever because who knows, but right. like it's a very hard season to replicate. You are so right about that. I just think I was just really bored because of it. That's right. why it, what it came down to me for. Like the people who all made merge was just not, they were just stuck together the whole damn season. Like, it wasn't even a merge. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. just wasn't There was no third merge strike. It was just. You're one. You're with us hey, now. How are yep. you? You come here now. Like I don't know. I did like Tom though. Tom, he was definitely like one of my favorites too. Ian was as well. Like mm-hmm. obviously, I felt like those two were like the two top guys. I also liked Colt. Was it Kobe? I loved Kobe too. Mm-hmm. He was one of my favorites. Now that's at that moment was like when I went timeout. Now I'm I'm like over this because he just went home. He was, like, the one dude I actually, like, was really looking forward to cause up some, like, drama that needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. That whole the whole season just, I wasn't, like, really into it as much. I I always loved Steph. I still love Steph. I was really, I got to meet Steph at Hearts of Reality this year. Awesome. I always loved Steph. And Steph, she didn't graduate from Temple, but she went to Temple. And oh, I was okay. at Temple while it was on. So I was oh, like, wow. that's my girl. Like, we're all in on Steph. And so, like, the fact that she was, like, such a hero is, like, <laughs> But, like, it is kind of a mid-tier season because there is no merge. Because a lot of people get far in the game who, because, it's just because they won so many challenges. Like, yeah. Karen? Karen is not going to make it that far. Janu? I like Janu, but Janu, like, was a little bit kooky crazy. Probably doesn't make it very, like, that, that group, like... There's some people who probably shouldn't be, like, as deep in the game as they are. Um, and, like, it would have been cool if some of those cooler uh, Oolong people made it farther. Um, Bobby, Bobby John. Oh. Bobby John's a bit of a spaz, honestly. Sweet summer child. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, Angie. Angie from oh, that tribe. Yes. Loved her. Like... So it would have been nice if some of those people could have made it farther and it was a little less predictable. Like, I don't know, I kind of... That was also a season I remember, like, just starting to, like, be in, like, the online community and people... And it's, like, it's mean and bullying, but people made so much fun of Katie for doing nothing that season. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I remember them saying, like, she's the first person in Survivor history to gain weight in 39 seasons. Oh, my God. Which is like, listen, horrible thing to say, and not true, but also like the beginning of like, 
like just that sort of meme culture of just like savagery that like <gasps> what did they just say so yeah I, 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 I like it but I don't love it yeah I understand that I just I also think like that that immediate first impressions twist is just so brutal like why would you just immediately send two people out um crazy yeah I mean, I feel so bad for uh, Wanda <laughs> because I, Wanda would not have done well, but like either way, but like Maybe I don't she know. Would have been on that tribe that kept winning. That's yeah, true. She was. <laughs> I would have loved her sending answers at tribal council. <laughs> her first one would have been like, well, actually, there was the one dude who went. Jonathan. Yeah. But uh, like her second one, she would have been like already at the merge. Right? Like, yeah. They would have voted out Willard first and she would have Oh, yeah, Willard. Yeah. Been... <laughs> like, God. What a... Oh, my God. Willard the oh, immunity God. idol. <laughs> I'm done. I mean, as much as I don't like Karen, smart on Karen for picking Willard last and making sure that there was someone to go before her. Right. That I will give her credit for that one move. I give her credit for that, even though, other than that, I'm not a big fan. Yeah, understandable. I just, I feel like Ulan just shot themselves in the foot. They voted off Jolanda first and then just like... Terrible move. Kept James Miller around, even though he literally cost them like a few immunity challenges. (laughs) And then they just got to a point to where like, there was people who would like have an entire episode's worth of challenges that they didn't compete in. Yeah, yep. So going against people who have competed in every single challenge, like, gee, I wonder how this is going to go. Right. The people who've been resting for four days or the people who are, like, barely hanging on. Like, who's going to win this challenge? Yeah, it's crazy. But I – and, like, Palau would be more middle of the road for me, too, if it was, like – if I was factoring in every other season after these first 11, but – It's a mid-tier – mid-tier season for me. Yeah, I respect it being higher for you because I know you like Tom a lot. Yeah, I respect it. Yeah. Um. All right. So then, number four, um, a really big favorite of mine for one major reason because this man has inspired uh, me to be doing this podcast right now. Rob Sesternino, of course. Survivor Amazon is at number four. Um, I have it at number two. Uh, Austin has it number three. Kevin, you have it all the way down at number eight. <laughs> Yeah, it just, it, it kept getting bumped down. I kept being like, nah, I think I like other ones better. Um, I think there's some guys on that season that I really don't like. Mm-hmm. Like, who is there? Roger. Roger. Uh, like, Butch is boring to, like, the Butch character is always boring to me, but like. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, Butch. The Butch, the Rick from, from South Pacific, like, that character yeah. never interests me. Um, and like, I don't know, Matt's kind of crazy. <laughs> like Heidi is like <laughs> not my favorite <laughs> uh was it, it Christy yeah Christy the um who, it was deaf Krista is Pearl Isles so Christy like again like wishy-washy and just kind of like messes things up and then like I don't like I liked the idea of what it was Jean and Joanna yeah the, like the women on the women tra- that like I didn't, like, but the girls hated them. And then I was like, but why do you hate them? And, like, I mean, in retrospect, probably because they were old and bitchy. But, like, <laughs> at the time, being like, 
so like there was just a lot of things that just like I didn't love about the season like so I don't hate it I, like I respect that it is a good season but <laughs> just just doesn't hit every hit all the buttons for me and yeah. like I don't know getting naked for for cookies that he would have given you anyway is a little just like <laughs> like listen would I get naked on Survivor for chocolate and cookies? Yes, I absolutely would. But I feel like, if I remember correctly, they just offered to. Yeah, they, they wanted like, it. Completely unnecessarily. And, like, I, I'm not one to, like, shame people for things. But it just, like, to me, just didn't read well. Read a little bit, like, <laughs> like, I mean, for lack of a better word, like, slutty. Just, like, girls, what are you doing? Like, respect yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I really, I do think in ways like a lot of the pre-jury, pre-merge people are kind of lackluster um, for the most part. And really, I mean, the final eight for me, even though like Christy, Butch are still there, Matt, like I still think as like far as characters and players, like I feel like that final eight was pretty good uh, mix of both. And like I, Dina's awesome. Um, had a lot of potential, should have come back. Um, obviously, Sester Nino. Mm -hmm. I, I think Sester Nino should have won, but, like, I mean, Jenna just won that last challenge, and yeah. so. Right. Matt and Jenna both played him yeah. really well at that final challenge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only mistake, but it's understandable why he would make that move is the Christie vote, because she was being wishy-washy when he should have just, Jenna gave immunity to Heidi. They should have voted out Jenna there, but. But and also, I remember watching it, and, and like we thought watching it that Jenna was so disliked, she had no chance of winning. Yeah. So like I can also see in the moment thinking like it's fine to go with Jenna and Heidi because no one likes these two. Right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, she was getting ready to like quit. Like that, yeah, that too. <laughs> almost at the end there. Yeah. So I I understand Rob making the decision he did there. So um, I will defend Jenna winning though because I remember. A conversation that Dina, like, Dina was having a conversation with somebody. Like, Jenna was always in, like, a final three plan. Mm -hmm. Like, people always included her. And so, like, you can, like, make excuses about hating her and, like, why it is that she was always included. But, like, to always be included in people's plans, like, says something about your social game. So. Agreed. I will defend Jenna winning. Ed, she's one where the edit probably should have been kinder to her. Yep. So, but that's why my perspective on the season was so much higher than a few of these seasons. I just like, like you kind of said, Jake, the the whole merge section for me, I just liked most of the the characters. Some of them I didn't like because they were like fun uh, survivor players, but some of them were just crazy. And we've touched on those points already. But like, yeah. I actually also liked Jenna as a winner. Like, I liked her win. I liked that she brought Matt, the guy who was like giving props to someone else. And sharpening the machete. The game. Yeah. Right? Like, that man was insane. <laughs> I, I'm not surprised he never came back. I think he's going to kill us. Right. <laughs> God, I don't know. My other favorite interaction is at the um, Coconut Chop Challenge in Amazon. And, like, Rob is... I think he has talked about he purposely was answering questions wrong at that because he didn't <laughs> want to... I don't know, but, like, one of the questions was, like, what is a Bushmaster? And Rob, like, purposely gets it wrong. And Jeff is like, Rob, why did you answer this, like, so obviously wrong? He's like, well, I thought it was a porn star for, at first. And Jeff's just like, 
All right, he just has that face like, okay, <laughs> move on. <laughs> the dudes were acting like frat guys that like that whole season, if I remember correctly. They yeah. were like so goo-goo-gaga over these girls. I'm like, that, I also just thought that was just so funny the whole season. I'm like, you dudes just want to get one-on-one with half of these girls. I swear to God, like, yep. get your head out of your ass, man. Come on. <laughs> First tribal, that's literally what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> And then Ryan gets blindsided, and it's really funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I don't, I completely respect it, and, like, there are, like, moments of greatness, but just, like, when I think back on the season, I think of the final four, and, like, Butch still being there and being like, god damn it. (laughs) Butch. burned down the place. (laughs) Wood, wood, wood. It is, like... Stupid, like, inspirational banner. Believe in yourself. (laughs) Believe in yourself. Like, get off my TV. Get off my TV. (laughs) And so, like, it just kind of, like, brings my whole memory of it down. (laughs) Understandable. (laughs) I still love this season for all of that. I don't care. (laughs) So funny. For Amazon. All right. Um, well, number three um, is a season with um, uh, the birth of a survivor legend, uh, as we have come to know him. Uh, Boston Rob's first season. We're talking about Marquesas as at number three. Um, so I ranked this as number five. So did Austin and Kevin. You put it as your number two. So we put it pretty high for all of us. Yeah. I mean, that's respectable. That's what I was. That was like the first season where, like, when Rob hit Hunter, I think it was at like day nine. Yeah. I knew yep. right then it was gonna about to be something. Like, yep. I was just like, Rob's something else. He's, I like Sean. I like uh, Vesepia. I like yep. this whole other group that just thinks they're the, they're the top dogs. Like, I definitely respect this season being up at the, like that high. Yeah. Good season. Yeah, for sure. Kevin? Yeah. I, love Marquesas and like going back to that idea of like watching it live this was also like going from Africa to like going back to the beach was like like so energizing as like a fan of the show of like back to like like the like high pace high energy of it Mm -hmm. so like my memory of it is is really high but then also it's like it's the beginning of so much like gameplay strategy right like because those first three seasons of Survivor, there's no way Hunter goes third. No, no, no way. And like, this is like the beginning of that strategy of like, we got to take people out who are a threat to me in the long term. Like, right. that sort of thing. And then the like, the cross tribe alliance, the, that alliance of five, like, Nalia being like, I did not work this hard to come in fifth. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yep. finally, like, the game part of it, like, clicking. So, like, I, re- I have a great memory of like viewing it and like when I think back on like the big events that happened and the characters who are in it like it's all good yeah yeah I, I really enjoy like the characters Sean Rector is it's a crime he has not been back like he was so fun and he understood the game as well um Vesepia is a really good winner, honestly. Like, she had such a good read on the entire game, and she literally won immunity because she studied people and wrote in her journal. Yes! Like... Yes. She 
I remember her saying at the live reunion with Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. I remember her saying that she like she had it on a post note on her computer that like you are going to be on Survivor. And she, when she got picked, it was like you are going to win. And so like part of that was bringing that notebook specifically for that challenge that she could write things down and study them. Yeah. So she was prepared for that challenge. Like that level of like just all around thinking of your game and how to play. Like good job, Asepia. Good job. Yeah. She, I actually play it right there. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And, like, I, I mean, I honestly think that sh- she should have won by more than one vote over Nalia, personally. But, like, oh, well. I mean, you had people on the jury, like, freaking Zoe and stuff, who didn't understand what the game was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, John getting taken out. And, like, ah, oh, there's so many great moments in that. Like, yeah. It's yep. just, I, I love that season. Yep. Also, I love Peter Harkey as a first boot. <laughs> Talking about holes. <laughs> I'm literally a bowler, and I was so freaking sad when I see bowling owner, like bowling alley owner, and I'm like, dude, this dude's crazy as hell. There's no way he gets fired. First off, I'm like, come on, dude. <laughs> you're repping you're the bowlers. And isn't he the first guy to be a first boot? Yep, yep. First guy to be a first boot. It's also like a major shift in the show. Yeah. Like in like the strategy of, of voting for people. So like, I love it. Yeah. It was, it was, he's a fruit loop as Boston Ross. Says. <laughs> what was the crazy guy who was just on 43 or 44 with the crazy hair? <sighs> who was that? Um, well, I know there was Brad in 41, but. It was, is it Brad? Is that who I'm thinking of? Brad in 41, I feel like, was like Peter Harkey. Like, he had like yes. a carrot top hair? Yeah, yes, that's that was Brad, I mean. yeah. I, listen, 41 through 44 all blur together. Well, I mean, understandable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't blame you for saying that. <laughs> um, all right, well, then our top two, and we'll talk about number two, and then we'll talk about our number one, but obviously we'll reveal it right here. Number two, uh, something that I guess before I rewatched it, I I mean, I've just thought it's been an okay season, but like even rewatching it and getting more memory of it, I I do think it's a bit of an underrated season. Uh, Survivor Guatemala is at number two. Um, I have it as number four. So does Austin and Kevin. You have it at number three. So it kind of snuck in there and. I think Guatemala is, like, some really good old-school survivor with some really fun blindsides, some really fun characters. Um, like, I mean, Kevin, we talked about, like, the Bait Blake move, and that's... Dude. That's so genius. Yeah, it's so good, and Brian Corden should have come back as well, but sad. Yes. But... Yeah, Brian Corden was one of the first people who, like... Like, when I started to watch these shows of, like who's in like my spot like mm-hmm. oh he's like the like like privileged white kid from connecticut which like i was i would have played that role too so like watching him and being like, like being so entertained by him and then watching it blindsided was like a roller coaster for me to go on yeah <laughs> again i love steph though so like mm-hmm. steph going to the end love it yeah, she played super hard. I mean, arguably she should have won. Danny was just more well liked, and yeah. 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 Austin, any thoughts on Guatemala? I mean, just this is a bias season for me. I really liked the characters. So many good characters for me. I mean, I actually wanted. Is it Rafe? 
Yeah, Rafe. Um, yeah. Rafe. I wanted Rafe to win. That's who I wanted. Yeah, he played a really good game. Oh, I was like, this dude's gonna win. And then when he, I, I don't even. I think Danny would have like taken it back anyway. But when he was like, oh, don't, don't like our promise. Don't worry about it. He, Maybe yeah. she would have anyway. You know what I mean? I remember too. Like this was the first season that like I started reading things where people talked about the edits that people were getting, and so people kept talking about how. Danny and Steph were getting a final two edit, and I was like, how is that possibly going to happen? Like, those two are, like... Complete like, opposite. Right, they're on the opposite yeah, ends. Like, like people are going to come in between them. How is that going to happen? And then watching it play out, too, was also, like... Like, you know when you have just a little bit of a spoiler, so you know kind of, like, a little bit what's going to happen, yeah. but you want to know how they get... It was very much that, too. Like, it was really fun. It was fun to watch, and, like, I, I mean... who? I'm trying to think of, like anyone i don't like i don't like no one comes to mind as somebody that i dislike yeah you have characters like judd as well where he says man like 200 times in the season my favorite players <laughs> and everybody's a uh, scumbags for voting him <laughs> hope y'all get eaten by crocodiles <laughs> remember the one their their reward was to win that pool and like yeah. it had a, a cage on it so that the crocodiles would eat them <laughs> yeah and then one time they got in the lake without it, and I was, like, I thought we were going to watch something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, we had Jamie as well being just as much of a spaz as Bobby John. <laughs> oh, that paranoia. Yep. Yep. So funny to watch. <laughs> he literally played himself out of the game. <laughs> yes. I was so mad about it. I was like, you kind of have a shot to get to six, man. Just chill the hell out. And yeah. he just paranoia himself to hell. Mm-hmm. I remember... Cindy says something too about at the final five, which because she got left out of the Judd vote, and she yeah. said something about like, like, well, this person got left out of this vote, and then they got voted out, and then I got left out of the Judd vote, so now I think I'm gonna be voted. Like, and she like, was, <laughs> and she was, but like that level of like understanding the game and the strategy of it, like that would never happen in season one. Like season one, they'd be like, well, I guess we're just voting for someone new tonight, and like, <laughs> real like. In just those ten seasons, like the shift towards gameplay, like yeah, entertaining. That's why I watch the show. Yeah. What about Gary finding the idol? The first idol. Literally was like trying to scam him out of like, oh, it's it's like up here, bro. And Gary's like, dude, I'm literally looking at you at the looking at the ground, like something doesn't work. I was looking in the trees, and Judd kept telling him it was on the ground. (laughs) Other way around, yeah. Yeah. And I loved I loved Gary because he was an NFL guy, and Danny's like dude, you are a quarterback from the NFL. I know who you are. And he's like, nah, I'm like, yeah. what did he say? Hilarious. Landscaper or something? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Gary, Gary was interesting as well for that, keeping that lie the whole time. And I, um, yeah, he did a good job. I mean, he's one of the, he, is he one of the first celebrities to ever play Survivor? And he did pretty decently, seventh place. So. Yeah, I can't think of any others, yeah. I mean. So. Yeah, and I mean, like, he found the first hidden immunity idol ever without a clue. Um, he just read Judd. So, like, Russell, people credit Russell for finding the first one without a clue, but it was Gary. Yeah. Didn't they, like, something about the idol play, like, they, you had to play the idol before the votes? Yeah, it was like, it was like an extra immunity necklace, basically. You had to play it before people even voted. That was what Bobby John's exit. They all like looked at each other and they're like, "Yeah." Yeah, okay. yeah. Gary played it, and then they all voted Bobby John out. 
I, I didn't like that part, but like obviously I watched all these other seasons before that season, so I already knew how idols worked, so I was yeah. very biased on that. Right. But it, obviously, like I don't know, Kevin, you might have been like, Oh, that's so sick, an idol play and then like Oh yeah, at the time it was like <sighs> Exactly. <laughs> Mind blown. An immunity idol, you can have immunity from not winning a challenge. What? What's going to happen? How is this going to play out? Like, and so even though, like, I know it actually kind of plays out kind of lame, at the time, it was like, what? Like, ground, groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine, like, Gary was literally going home and he's like, nah, psych. And everyone's like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's wild. Um, I don't know, like, and then you have characters like freaking Lydia, how she lasts till Final Four, doing the freaking pancake. I have, I have heard since that if she had gone to the end, she would have won, that the jury loved her. I have it's heard so I don't know wild. if that's true, but I have heard that. So, I feel like people did love her, like, she was just such a likable person. Right. She was a likable person, I just, I mean... I think we got the kooky edit, mm-hmm. but, like... And, like, she is obviously a kooky person to do those things to, like, get that edit. But, like, that's how she was edited. And I think there was more to her than that. Yeah. I love the part where, like, isn't it Gary is, like, tell, asking her, like, where they stand or whatever. And Lydia's just, like, looking at him the entire time. <laughs> There's the shivering. <laughs> Yeah, but, and then uh, Brandon Bellinger was also, like, a underrated character at times. He's the guy who cut the rope with the rock. <laughs> so. Well, I don't remember him doing that, but I do remember him. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, beat Jamie at that challenge to get the pool or whatever. So. So they could swim with crocodiles. Yes. <laughs> Luxury. Yes. Guatemala, for the record, is, like, extremely hot i like i remember them saying when in the challenge it was like 110 or something yeah yeah they were like in the sun like jumping on like a trampoline throwing the ball around like it was something intensely physical in crazy heat and they couldn't go in the water because of the crocodiles so that pool was actually like huge right and the 11 mile hike to kick off the game that sent like four guys (laughs) on the ground like jeez bobby john almost died keep going Bobby John is like looking at heaven, like literally dying in front of you. I'm like, what? Yeah. Uh, I feel like producers don't make them do things like that anymore. No, no, they definitely don't. They're they're trying to do the sweat versus savvy, but it just doesn't have the same effect. Right, right. Well, because like you're in one spot to do the sweat, so like you can take a little break in the shade. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right, well, we know what our number one is. It's number one for all of us, Survivor Pearl Islands. And uh, what else to say about this season? You have heroes, you have villains, you have um, you have a twist where people come back in with the outcasts, but it greatly uh, improves the season with Burton and Lil coming back in. So, like, I, I really enjoy this season all the way through. It would be a great start for somebody as well because, like, it has a little, it starts out a little bit slow, lets you get to know the game, and then it, post-merge is like blindside after blindside and yes yeah dead grandma lie stuff like that so the grandma like johnny fairplay being being a villain who like you want to see on your tv yeah like like listen i hated that lie i hated him (laughs) for it and i wanted him to come do it again like (laughs) (laughs) it was (laughs) 
So good. And I, the, Sandra is one of my, my few correct winner picks and only because she was like born in some town in Connecticut, I think, or like maybe was a nurse at one. So it said Connecticut in her profile. And I was like, I'm from Connecticut. Sure. I like her. And then she won and I was like, oh, <laughs> you're like, yes, sir. I know. Um, ah, oh, it's just so good. It's just so good. Like the, the Rupert Blythe, like when Rupert came back after that first time he got votes and he was like, yeah. who the hell voted for me? Who voted for me? So good. <laughs> Fair play said he was like, uh, inciting Rupert to like hit him. So Rupert would be kicked out of the game. So <laughs> just like wild. Yeah. So Sandra, I could get loud too. Oh, so many <laughs> great moments. And like Dara, little tiny Dara, who was like a hundred pounds soaking wet, was the challenge threat. Three like, immunities. Like what? And like, listen, the fact that Sandra argued not being a villain on Heroes vs. Villains when she was like BFFs with with Krista and then was like at final six, like now nah, Krista's gotta go by. <laughs> well, yeah, and she like blamed her for dumping the fish out. Like, jeez. <laughs> Sandra, you are such a villain. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's so good. Like, and even, like, I remember rooting for Sandra, too, to the point of, like, me legitimately thinking she had a chance to win that final immunity. Obviously, she did not. But I was, like, so in the Sandra camp that I was like, you know, she could win this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she she did really well. And, like, people, I, I love even, like, this foreshadowing, like, fair plays. Like, I got a million. She won't be the final one or whatever. And even just to look back on that after he's won, she's won a second time. Like, it's just really funny. That's that's also one of my favorite Survivor quotes is in Heroes vs. Villains when she's like, she votes for Rupert. She's like, I'm going to vote you out again, and you're going to vote to give me a million dollars again. And I'm yep. like, go Sandra. It's so good. Like, I don't know, like, and then you have, like, people like Andrew Savage and, like, uh, really, really interesting presence in the season, too, and... You know, I I just really like this season. I mean, we all do love it. So. Yeah, like and like that final five, oh, the obvious dumb move, the boys going together and leaving the girls at camp, and like oh, that has also like for the rest of Survivor influenced how people make that choice of who to take with them, which right. is also like like just moment in Survivor history. But like, and the car challenge, like, but like they win and they leave the girls, and that's when the girls are like these boys gotta go like and sandra's like i'm gonna screw you and burton (laughs) like and like oh it's so good it's so good like so many switches and flips and blindsides and like i don't know the person that i the person that i was liking and rooting for was the person who won so right i mean as i i was annoyed by lil the whole time but i she was like very important to the season and i'm like not gonna deny that it just was very annoying to watch her cry all the time but like that's part of the fun even like um she's like oh when the, when rupert's getting blindsided and fair plays like oh yeah let, we gotta vote out rupert and she's like are you gonna backstab me he's like i swear to god no and she's like don't say that about god and she like starts sobbing <laughs> That, that woman had every flitch switched every five minutes. I swear to God, all you've seen of her doing is just crying, flipping, running. God, I mean, so, oh my God. 
She, but, she was killing it for me that season. Yeah. But also, like, props to her for not just being, like, a crazy Jan who just doesn't know what's going on. Like, she did know what was going on. True. Yeah, yeah. True. Just crazy. Like, yeah. Like, she was herself. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else to say on Pearl Islands uh, as our number one season of the old school era? I mean, the fact that Sandra has won twice is kind of proof that great season she's a great yeah. winner oh yeah i mean both seasons she's won are both like top tier seasons so yes yeah uh, i will say johnny fairplay is probably my favorite survivor player of all time i watch his podcasts and stuff so you already know i was very very salty when he couldn't beat out lily at that final immunity mm-hmm. and then when he went home i was like sanders winning this right it's all her it's funny too because that was let's see season seven. Mm-hmm. That's what two thousand three. Yeah, yeah, I believe two thousand three. Yeah, two thousand three, two thousand four. Like something like so. That was like end of high school, beginning of college. Like having seen Johnny Fairplay at like Hearts of Reality and stuff now, and like like I actually like he's actually somebody who like adult me is actually like wow, we could be friends. Like, you are the, like, silly, sarcastic a-hole that, like, <laughs> I like to be. That's like, yeah, you're an a-hole, but everybody likes you. Like, like I like that sort of person. And so, and, like, he wears, like, Speedos around for fun. And I'm like, I have like, Speedos for every occasion. So, like, totally somebody who, like, at the time, I was like, he's such a villain, such a jerk. But now I'm like, is he actually just really cool? Um, and I did rewatch the first episode of Micromnesia and I don't know how he goes from the power position of the favorites tribe to being the first boot. Like something, something happened behind the scenes that was weird because it, it was the Danny Bonaducci situation. Cause Danny Bonaducci like threw him over his shoulder and broke all his teeth or whatever before Micronesia started filming. Right. Yeah. So I remember watching and I'm like, Oh, like. Johnny's actually, he's not just a villain. Like, he's actually really good at this. And then, like, it just switches. And I was like, yeah. what happened? Yeah. So, it's... I was really mad about that because I actually watched that season, like, that was like my second or third season I ever watched. I never even watched his first yet. And when he was the first off, I was like, oh, this dude, like, I literally, I was laughing at him. He seemed like he was funny. Then he was just out. I'm like, what the hell happened? And then yeah. after I watched his first season, I'm like, what the hell dude like i would have loved to see this dude and i also agree i definitely felt like there was something that happened because yeah. there's yeah. absolutely no way this dude just got voted off after being like up yeah. here right yeah, he, didn't he have like a like a pose that made it look like he was making an f and a p for fair play too like such a character yeah yeah, yeah. and even just like i love apparently him and thunder d are no longer friends but like uh, even just, like, how Thunder D literally almost blew the entire lie, because he's, like, he, fair play is to be, like, remember grandma, and be, like, and he's, like, and then the delivery of just, she died, dude. <laughs> like, just... <laughs> died, dude. <laughs> it's so bad, but it's, like, everybody except Sandra bought it. <laughs> Sandra's like, I don't care, bro. god i don't know like yeah we'll definitely get some more really great seasons but like just pearl islands just came along and i've obviously like 
people universally agree that Pearl Islands is a great season, so. Yeah, and, like, as much as they, as much as, I know Jeff didn't like the the returning twist, you know, the, the outcast twist, and, mm-hmm. like, as much as it doesn't always work or it works in frustrating ways in other seasons, like, I don't know, like, I don't hate this one. No. You know, like, like Edge of Extinction, pretty controversial, you right. know, like, but this one was, like, I don't know, like, it was pretty fair, like, it could have worked out that no one came back, or just one person. Right, they had the opportunity, yeah. And, like, shook everything up so much. It really improved it. giving them an unfair advantage. Right. It improved it so much, like, I would rather have Burton and Lil over, like, Sean and Austin, who wants to quit the game. Like... Like, what is with Survivor and casting these guys who end up being like, please just build me out. I don't want to be here. Well, he sold all his clothes, like, night one or whatever at the village. So I think that's why, because he, like, just, he got, like, staph infections or something. He was probably so miserable, but, like, still, like, if you're on a show for a million dollars, I don't know, man. If I ever, like, I want to get on, if I want to get on that show... If I'm on it, I'm going to be playing until, I, like, people hate me and they vote me off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I'm going to keep applying for Survivor until either I die or the show gets canceled. Yeah. So, yeah. like, eventually they're going to have to pick me. And, like, <laughs> same. Same. Like, y- you could bribe me with the million dollars to quit early. I'd still be like, nah, I want to win. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Yeah, I I remember also Fair Play, I believe Greg and Lamb and I, uh, Greg got, for my Vanquish season, he got the three of us um, a message from Fair Play giving us a shout out um, before like our final tribal council, which was really nice. That's sick. Yeah, so... Um, but I think that's it for this first part. So part two, whenever, uh, either I'll get through some more of my rewatch or we'll just say screw it and <laughs> go on to the next part at I some have, point. I have already ranked uh, 12 through 20 and then a 21 to 30 and 31 to 40 and then the new era. I already ranked them so that I can vote in your next poll. You don't have to have me on every time, but yeah. I, I'm prepared to vote. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. So, like, um, and I wouldn't mind having you guys on, but I know, like, a couple other people want to also cover certain seasons. Yeah, so, yeah. um, yeah, yeah. Like Sarah really wanted to do the next. Yeah, Sarah and Mike S. both really want to do the next one. Yeah. So, Debbie wants to do one at some point. So, we'll figure it out. But next up will be Panama season 12 through Heroes vs. Villains season 20. So, that should be interesting. It's a really good run. Like, as I was writing them, I was like, oh, wait, I really like a lot of these. Yeah, it's the golden age of Survivor because, like, everybody loved a lot of these seasons coming up. So, we'll definitely... <laughs> what were you going to say, Kevin? with, what, one exception or two exceptions? Hold on, let me let me scroll up. Yeah, with, with two exceptions, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, hot take, uh, I actually do like Survivor Fiji, but... <laughs> I... Not to get too far off topic, because this is for... I love Earl. Yes. I do not love that season. Understandable. I, I know why people don't like it. I just like Earl and Yao Man, so... Fair. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, that's a story for another time. We'll get to that in part two. Um, a lot of fun seasons, and then you have Gabon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gabon. I love that train wreck. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> 
The I, is also like coming after such a great. It's like it's going from fans versus favorites, like such a high to the train wreck that it is. Like, <laughs> God. I wonder how that one is going to rank with like averages. Like, I don't know how people are going to rank it. I know where I'm going to rank it in the golden age, but like, like, yikes. I mean, there's two that are like pretty low, and the rest of them, like, I was like, not having a really hard time, but just like, hmm, I don't know. There's like highs and lows of these, but I don't know. It's hard to rank these. So I imagine Fiji and Gabon are going to be low. Yeah. But the rest are going to be like, yeah, some of those seasons, it, I feel like it's from perspective almost. It, they're like hot take seasons, some of them. Like, oh, I love this season. And someone goes, dude, no, not in this era. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll get to it. Um, I might actually start, uh, continue the rewatch tonight with Panama. So we'll see, but, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us and listening. This should be out, uh, probably tonight, actually at the time of recording. So, um, yeah, uh, we'll see you all next time on the tribe of nerds.